The way we consume and share news today is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it is crucial that we look at what's being discussed online. So from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute, we are joined by Erica Park in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, Erica. How are you? Good. You seem a little bit more lively today. Yeah, do you know why? You got some sleep. The students go home today. Ah, it's the start of a mini break. Okay, so <laughs> Yerika is energized this morning. Yeah. Okay, um, let's get started with the first story. Let's do that. Controversy over, I guess, uh, some something that's traditionally Korean, but also yeah. being labeled as Chinese. Yeah, and it's not the first time we're talking about this. It happens all the time. Yep. So the world's largest supplier of stock images, editorial photography and video, even music for business and consumers, uh, was found to have incorrectly labeled Korean hanbok and uh, our traditional fan dance as being Chinese. Uh, cyber diplomacy mission VANK, which is short for Voluntary Agency Network of Korea, shared this news yesterday. Now, if that isn't worrying enough, uh, it's also been revealed that uh, the same photos were used in an English textbook published by National Geographic. And uh, the photo shows a fan dancer is wearing hanbok. It's titled, People Celebrate the Chinese New Year. And the description under it reads, Chinese dancers wear traditional attire to celebrate the Lunar New Year at a temple festival in Beijing, China. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think uh, in semi-tangential uh, story, yesterday I read that the um, our internet... Mm-hmm. Community, yeah, uh, was successful in getting Google to change um, the description of Chinese cabbage uh-huh. oh. to just cabbage. Cabbage, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chinese cabbage is a type of cabbage. Sure. That's the, the name of the vegetable. Uh, we also call it Napa cabbage. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I also read that news. But um, okay. yeah, they said it's ca- kimchi cabbage. All right, right. So. Uh-huh. But I mean, also, um, calling the holiday period Chinese New Year, which in the West is very common, but then for other East Asian or Asian uh, countries Mm -hmm. that celebrate that exact holiday, it's kind of like, hey, we celebrate it too, but why isn't it, you know? So they call Um, it lunar. I remember at a birthday party, my birthday party 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, a a few of my friends had a fight over this, you know. Uh, One of my British friends was like, you know, just call it what it is. It's Chinese New Year. And some of my Korean friends went a little bit, they got angry over that. Anyways, um, but uh, this is what happened recently. Uh, The photo uh, in question was uploaded to Getty Images Back in 2015. So it's been a while. Uh, it's currently priced at $175, $375, and $499, depending on the size of the images. Yeah. Okay. And so, 
you know, when uh, misinformation like this gets out, especially for highly um, popular or well-respected mm-hmm. publications like National Geographic, it could misinform the public That's right. about w- what the facts are. And most people outside of Korea... Uh, probably don't know that Hanbok is Korean or the fan dance is actually Korean. Yeah, they can't tell the difference. How, how could they know, right? right. Um, and not to mention, National Geographic textbooks are being used in universities around the world. Uh, we also have to consider the repercussions of a reputable publication like the National Geographic, uh, including misinformation about Korean culture in its pages, because this will lead to other textbooks, tours and publications, broadcasting and media, using the the information as a reference. That's right. Yeah. So is uh, uh, the organization that you mentioned before, uh-huh. are they doing anything about this? Yes. Uh, it sent a letter of complaint to Getty Images uh, demanding that they correct the error. Uh, it says that it's currently waiting for a reply from the photo sharing platform. Now, China has been accused of cultural appropriation. Uh, it's claimed many aspects of Korean culture being uh, as part of its own. And in this context, I think it's highly imperative that corrective action is taken immediately. Yeah. Well, um, this is a continuing sensitive subject because Hanbok itself was, uh, I guess, a victim to Chinese cultural appropriation. Yeah, China has been calling Hanbok Hanfu. Um, But uh, I have another related story regarding this uh, issue. Uh, Just three days ago, thanks to Vank, um, the word Hanbok was officially added to the Oxford English Dictionary. And uh, in the dictionary, it defines Hanbok as a traditional Korean costume consisting of a jacket with long sleeves and a long white skirt for women or loose trousers for men. And this is all thanks to Vank campaigning tirelessly mm. yeah uh, i do have an inkling uh-huh. uh, just a personal assumption that i think getty images will be correcting the i think so too yeah yep. i don't think the korean internet community is gonna <laughs> let this one go nope okay let's jump over to uh the second story it's it could have been really tragic yes but thankfully it wasn't uh, as bad, although a very, very big scare for the passengers on oh, Korean Air sure. flight where um, it actually crashed at landing. Yeah. But everyone, all passengers and crew are safe. That's right. So Korean Air Flight KE 631 uh, was bound for Cebu. Uh, the weather was really bad. It attempted to land twice. And on a third attempt, it overran the runway. Uh, the Korean Air Korean Air has uh, apologized for the accident. Uh, it is currently working with uh, both local and Korean authorities to investigate the exact cause of the incident. Now, local authorities presume that the aircraft's brake system malfunctioned mm-hmm. because the aircraft could not sufficiently reduce its speed after landing. Um, but according to witnesses, the, the tarmac was full of rain, rainwater, basically. Uh, the plane skidded. It stopped 250 meters beyond the we're, we're running images now. We're streaming the image. Um, if, if it had skidded even further, it could have crashed into residential buildings nearby, and that could have been really dangerous. Now, the pilot has testified that a warning alert of the brake system had turned on when he was attempting to land. Hmm. Anyways, like you said, uh, no injuries have been reported. Passengers were safely evacuated. 
escorted to local hotels. But uh, they did recount the terror inside the airplane. Uh, there was a, a, not- a notification that uh, they would be performing an emergency landing. The flight at first seemed to land smoother than everyone had expected. But just seconds later, there was a loud boom. Uh, the, the front of the plane crashed into the tarmac and passengers say soon after that, the inside of the airplane went completely dark. Right. Um, You can see the images. Uh, Oh, it looks pretty badly beaten up. When I first saw the images, I was like, oh, definitely there could be some injuries injuries or possibly life loss. But um, thanks to the quick action of the crew Mm -hmm. and also the cooperation of the passengers, everyone was able to get out safely. Yes. Now, Cebu has one single runway. Mm. So the, the... the the airport wasn't operating until the early mornings of Tuesday. I hope it's uh, cleared up by now and that the airport is up and running again. Right. And uh, they said that the results of the investigation into the crash could be as short as three months yeah. to as long as about a year. <sighs> These things take a lot of time. Right. Yep. But once again, thankful that everybody was able to make it out alive. Yep. All right, the third and final story. This was um, several, about a couple of couple months months ago. ago. Yes, the famous uh, author Salman uh, Rushdie was attacked during a public appearance and talk in New York. And now we're kind of understanding what the repercussions of that attack is. So uh, it's not good. He has lost sight in one eye and the use of one hand, it's incapacitated because the nerves in his arm were severed, Mm. basically. Um, The the author received death threats from Iran from as far back as the 1980s after his controversial novel, The Satanic Verses, was published. He was stabbed in the neck and torso. Um, Yeah, this happened on August 12th. So a little over two months ago. Mm. And we didn't really know what the, how the injuries, uh, how he was going to recover from yeah. them. Uh, but uh, now we, we know. kind of know what's Yeah, you know what? On. He apparently sustained 15 more wounds in his chest in addition to three stabs in his neck. Wow. It was a really brutal attack. Now, the agent declined to say whether Rushdie was still in the hospital Probably due to security concerns, uh, but uh, he said the most important thing was that the writer was going to live. Uh, The man accused of stabbing Rushdie has pleaded not guilty to second-degree attempted murder and assault charges when he appeared in court on August 18th. Okay, so uh, of course we'll be keeping an eye on the results of that court case, but Mm -hmm. it's going to take years. So. But we'll let you guys know when they come out. Yerika, thank you so much for your time. Pleasure. Have a good day. Okay. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.